Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Design Her Travel podcast. I'm your host, Kim Anderson. As an avid traveler, global nomad, and someone who considers themselves a citizen of the world, I want to say welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. My hope in creating this podcast is to inspire you to take the leap of faith and to design the life of your dreams. For me, that includes connecting with like-minded individuals and creating a community of souls living their best lives out, in, and around the world. Each week, you'll hear stories and conversations from fellow travelers who have figured out how to incorporate travel as a key component in their daily lives. Their stories are beautiful and inspiring, just like you. I can't wait to go on this journey with you. So let's do this. Here we go. I was recently asked what my favorite travel memory was or is, and it's really difficult to choose just one since there are so many fabulous things that have happened in my travels and I've had so many amazing experiences. But the first one that came to mind is one that I wanted to share with you. So I spent six months traveling around Australia, picking fruit as a way to fund my travels. I had originally left the U.S. with no set itinerary and zero timetable for how long I was going to be gone or what I was going to do. I just bought the ticket, went to New Zealand, and that was it. Well, fast forward, I'm now in my second year of full-time travel, and the $2,000 that I had in my bank account when I originally left was long gone. So I'd been taking different odd jobs along the way to fund my travels. And in Australia, fruit picking is a viable option for backpackers. And to be honest, there's a lot of immigrants that do the job and people that just are looking for seasonal employment, people that travel full time. There's always work in that industry and you can follow the seasons around or follow the seasons around the country and always find employment. So the income was steady. The work was way more difficult than I would have imagined. And this comes from a girl who was raised on a farm, but it was hard and the situations were extremely varied. I picked strawberries and raspberries in Western Australia. I picked grapes in the Murray River in Victoria And now it was tomato season and work was available in Queensland. So I headed north to a little town in the Whitsundays called Bowen. And it was a rustic place with sporadic public transport at the time. And the sporadic transport isn't always ideal for a solo female traveler, but I'd become used to this by now. And so I did what I had done since leaving Perth, and I stuck out my thumb and said a little prayer. I wasn't on the side of the road long before a man in a beat-up little Ford stopped and offered me a ride. We spoke for a few minutes, and 
I felt pretty good vibes. I was like, felt safe. And so I got in the car. He introduced himself as Adam, and he told me that he too was in town for the harvest. He was from North Africa, Eritrea to be exact, and he told me that he lived with a group of other North African refugees in a caravan park nearby. He asked where I was going, and I told him that I was headed to a nearby campsite, and he told me that I probably wouldn't find a space there because all of them were full due to the harvest season. It was now in full swing, and the only availability in town was at his caravan park or his campsite. For those of you that aren't familiar with the Australian lingo for campsites, they are called caravan parks, and people have campers and tent sites and a lot of the times have permanent campers that live there that you can rent for the season. And so this is the type of situation that Adam and his friends and co-workers were living in. And when he told me that's the only space available, of course, I did not believe him. I was like, whatever, dude, this is not true. I'm not going to stay at your campsite. So he proceeded to take me to the one I wanted to go to. And he said, here, I'll drop you off. No worries, but I'll wait for you just in case. And come to find out, Adam was 100% right. There was zero availability for the foreseeable future. And he was gracious enough to take me around to the other campsites in town to try and find a space to pitch my tent. And each campsite, each caravan park, they had the same response. Nope, we are fully booked. And by now it was getting dark and I was beginning to get a little bit worried. I didn't know the area. I didn't really know a place that I could just pitch my tent. And even though I'd spent an hour in the car with this man as he kindly drove me around looking for a place to stay, I was still leery to go back to the caravan park with him. And I know hearing that sentence, it's a definite, obviously, it, you wouldn't go back to a caravan park with someone you just caught a ride with. And so... I didn't know what to expect at the caravan park. I didn't know if I should go and I was torn, but it was beginning to feel like my only option. So I said yes. And I asked myself, wasn't this why I traveled to meet new people and experience new things? To this point, the world had shown me that time and again, humans are inherently kind. And so I said another prayer and I agreed to go back with them. I figured I could find somewhere in the caravan park to pitch my tent, whether it was near his campsite or not. And so I know that the question was, what is my favorite travel memory? And this is what it is. Saying yes to Adam's hospitality placed me in a situation that was so foreign to me and my experience in life that my heart was burst wide open. 
For the next month, I lived with this group of men, all North African refugees from Sudan, Eritrea, Djibouti, and Ethiopia. They were homesick and hardworking and so genuinely kind. Some of their families had sacrificed everything to ensure that they had a better life. And some of them no longer had families because they were all lost to war. And I learned that even though they are now safe, that life wasn't necessarily easier. And I learned that when people are forced to leave their homeland, there's this longing that seems to fill an insatiable place within them. In my time at the caravan park with Adam and all of his friends, I learned the importance of community. As we sat down together each evening to enjoy our communal supper, we laughed and shared stories and their memories of home were brought back to life. All my new ones were being created. At this time, I traveled with a Spanish guitar And still to this day, when I hear one played, I see the joy and remembrance and bliss on Adam's face. He would play it in a way that I had never heard, and the sound would transport him home. That sound became one of the soundtracks to my life. It reminds me to say yes to opportunities and to trust in the beauty and kindness of the human spirit. Looking back on that time, I feel so blessed that I got to experience such a magnificent moment with people whose backgrounds are so different than mine and whose futures are so different than mine. I learned so much about humanity and kindness, and I learned to trust myself in situations where sometimes it's scary. And looking back, if I were in this situation, would I immediately trust Adam from the start? Probably not. But I'm really glad that the opportunity presented itself that allowed me to learn to trust and all of those lessons and all of that beauty that I experienced in that time is what makes it one of my favorite travel memories thank you so much for showing up and listening to this episode I know that there are so many things in life that you could be doing right now And so it means a lot to me that you're here. There are so many more episodes coming your way. So if you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to review and follow us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you know someone who might like to hear it, please share. Those little acts of kindness mean a lot and help more than you know. I appreciate your time and getting the opportunity to share this moment. I'd love to hear more from you. 
I'd love to connect. So reach out on social. You can find me on Instagram at Wanderer. That's S-E-A-F-A-R-I-N-G-W-A-N-D-E-R-E-R. And then you can join our Facebook group at Design Her Travel Podcast. I would love to connect, hear more from you. Let me know what you'd like to hear more of, places you'd like to hear about, and things you'd like to know how to do when designing your life. So thank you, everyone, and I'll be back soon.